The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. And man, do we have a great show for you guys today. We're going to have a lot of fun. Before we get started, let me introduce my outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, everybody. Today is a very nice day. The weather is absolutely gorgeous here in New York City. Uh, it's dry, sunny, breezy, and a high of 75. You cannot beat that. The weather is gorgeous. Uh, soon it'll be horrible. In another three or five months, it's going to be snowy, cold, and disgusting. But we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. Jimmy, uh, I always open with a big family story or a gossipy story. Wait, we have to say hi to uh, Chad. Why? What's up, Chad? Why should we say hi to Chad? I just finished getting what off the, the douchebag. What's going on, fellas? But nobody else heard it. I don't care if they heard. I just spoke 10 minutes to Chad before we went on the I air. know, but yeah, nobody else talked. heard any of that. And no. Also, we have a chat room full of people. Hello, What's chat up, room. What's up, chat room? people in the chat room. So, hello, hello, hello. Uh, welcome to the show. We want to give a shout out to a couple people. Hello, hello. Uh, uh, Iris Ginger is in the chat room. Jane Yates, who's a fabulous author. You guys can check her out at janeyates.co.uk. We got Jimmy McCrary from Over the Moon News at overthemoonnews.blogspot.com. Uh, Chinzia is in the chat room. There's hey, lots of John. Chinzia. There's Stefan is in the chat Chinzia. room. There's lots of John Barrowman fans. So, hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. We got a great show for you today. Now you can tell your family story. Well, Chinzia. My darling, did you see the gorgeous picture of my daughter Leslie and cousin Billy? We are so happy that we are re not re hello, Ron We are so happy that we are reunited with Bill Schurz, who was my wife's uh my, my deceased wife's um what was he? To my deceased wife nephew. Because he's my nephew. And I love him to pieces. You know, when he was a baby, I was very much a part of being his dad, because his dad done left and he was alone and he didn't have a daddy to, to be raised by and I helped my sister-in-law raise him and I love him to death like he's my own son the son I never had because I got those two broads who I love we'll talk about that later I have a major problem I need everyone's help out there because I'm having a nervous breakdown and I know you don't want Ron Russell to have a nervous uh -oh, breakdown uh -oh, no uh -oh. Way. Uh -oh. what's this well, one it's all, I'll get to it right now you know we're moving from this where we are now I don't know where to move, folks. I am so confused. I love my children beyond belief. I mean, beyond the world. And by moving back to California, my daughters did decided they are not going to California. They want to stay on Long Island and New York City. I can't live without my two kids. I'm sorry. I know I'm neurotic. I need to shrink. 
But I, I can't, I can't, no, I cannot live without my daughters. And Jimmy knows that. We've been together for a long time. Don't forget, I raised my kids alone since Deirdre was seven and Leslie was 14. So I've been Mr. Dad and Mr. Mom all at once, and we've been together all this time. We see each other always. We're close as close could be. How can I move to Palm Springs? And not see my daughter. And actually, our guest, John Barrowman, I believe, has a house in Palm Springs. I don't care. He's not my daughter or my son. I wish he would marry, but he's gay. He can't marry my daughter. Now, if he married my daughter, I'd be happy. Because <laughs> yeah. then he'd drag her ass to Palm Springs. So what we're thinking of doing, which is a financial burden, is having a place here on the East Coast and a place in Palm Springs. But when you figure out what we pay in taxes, which is outrageous, how Pennsylvania... Uh, you know, 10,000 bucks a year for tax in Pennsylvania is cheap. It can go up to 15 and 20,000. And Palm Springs is pretty reasonable. Their taxes are about 4,500 a year. But if you up with the price of the homes and the traveling back and forth, because I will not fly Shazam in an airplane or star. We drive. We have this big ugly van thing with televisions in it. It's horrible. It's some kind of a Oh, I don't know. What what is that thing we drive? A van. I don't know if it's a van. It's just a van. Of, it's a Chrysler town and country van. But it's it's ugly. It's big. It's, I would never <laughs> driven such a horrible vehicle. It's like a war vehicle. You know, we could go to Vietnam in that or wherever the wars are today. <laughs> Who cares? I'm nutty today. I'm having a good time. So this is my problem. What do I do? What would you do? Would you give up your children and move 3,000 miles away and be miserable or would you stay on the East Coast and have no career? Because in order for me to do Set the Record Straight Again, where I interview great legends of Hollywood, which they want to bring back, I've got to live in California. Because the budget cannot afford to fly the stars to New York City to be on the show. And I don't want a Skype show. I want a sh uh, an in-studio in show where my stars are sitting with me and we touch and we kid around and we talk. Uh, that's how we do it. So I don't know what to do, and I'm baffled. And we've been real estate hunting. We found a, a gorgeous, gorgeous, magnificent mansion practically for like nothing. I won't say where, but it's off the Delaware River, which is gorgeous. And it's only 65 minutes to New York City from Pennsylvania. You go through New Jersey, and you're in New York City. So I'm thinking of that would be a lovely um Home and to then we'll go in, to Palm Springs. Wait, for the summers to be with my kids, Christmas time, Thanksgiving, I would do all the holidays on the East Coast. Then right after Christmas, get in the war vehicle with the dogs and drive to Palm Springs and stay there until May. This costs a lot of money. So we really need a lot of sponsors for the show so we can do this. If not, I have to go walk the streets. Now, at my you, you age... You get a lot of money for that, stop actually. It. <laughs> He's now, pretty odd. Now, at, at my age, if I could walk the streets till like daybreak, and if I came back with maybe five bucks, I'm lucky. And that five bucks would only be because some old John would feel sorry for me and say, look at this poor old bitch walking the streets at four in the morning trying to hustle a couple of bucks. So my being a hustler is out of the question. Of course, Jimmy will never make it either because he's not hustler material. He's cute as hell, but he's not what you pay for. I'm too busy anyway. <laughs> yeah. Now, if I look like our next guest that's coming on, I could make a million bucks in 20 minutes if I walk the streets because <laughs> he is one gorgeous guy. This What's his name? John Barrowman. John Bearwoman. Barrowman. Oh, Bearwoman. Bear was it? Barrowman. Oh, Barrowman. You should make a bear woman. You'd be very famous. Anyway, well, John is. Barrowman is absolutely magnificent looking, and I'm sure he's got a body of death, and the rest goes with it, you know. 
I don't know if I'm gonna be so nice to anyway, him when I see him. I get a little jealous. Smack that bitch around. Anyway, let's do? move on. Okay, we don't know what oh, we're don't doing tell me yet, to move you guys. On. Why? Because you have a better story. We don't know what we're <laughs> doing, but we do know that the show's getting better all the time. I want to like thank everybody who listened to last week's show with John Lindstrom. Uh, besides being syndicated all over the world, we had like 130,000 plays on SoundCloud. So thank you very much. Um, it was really, really amazing. And um, John Lindstrom was in a movie, you guys, and the name of the movie was What Happens Next. That's the movie we kept promoting all the time, and uh, it's a really good movie. In a couple of weeks, we're going to have the director, Jay Arnold, come on. But one thing is I didn't play the clip for everybody last week just to see the trailer. The reason that I carry on about this movie is not that the film is such a great film. It's a good film. It is like a Rock Hudson Doris Day film with two guys. It's a delightful comedy. It's enjoyable. It's quick moving. I like the film. But what I'm pushing about this film is it shows two men who are clean-cut, decent, homosexual men who fall in love and have some sort of a relationship. It, it just makes me say, everyone, this is what we're all about. We're not all like some that you see, the kind that you want to smack around or you say they're disgusting or I hate fags. Those kind we don't. We don't, you know, we don't promote. Uh, there are millions of gay people out there that you don't even know are gay. They're your sons, your daughters, your brothers, your sisters, your mothers, or your fathers. They're closeted. They've been closeted all their lives, and they act like straight people. But now everybody's starting to get, and everybody's coming out of closets because it's okay to be who you are, and no one has a right to tell you to be anyone other than who you are. And you should be respected and never harmed, never beaten up or kicked out of an apartment or fired from a job because you chose, chose to love someone of the same sex. Uh, Jimmy and I came out of the closet, and uh, we're happy that we did, because now we don't have to lie to you. And I think my fans and Jimmy's fans appreciate that. They say, Ron and Jimmy are so cool. They tell us everything. They're on the level. Rather than be like poor Rock Hudson, who had to lie and make believe he liked women. I mean, I knew Rock, when in fact, he couldn't stand women sexually. I mean, Rock was no way going to ever ball a woman. That big, gorgeous, hunky He-Man. He liked guys, and he had a lover for a very long time, a sweet guy. So that's why I pushed the film. So let's move on so people can see Stop it. with the move on before I put two fingers know, right in your eyes. You'll do. never see Christmas. Oh I've got stuff to go on about. What like, stuff? We, we have? We only have one guest. I know. We have plenty of stuff to show the guests that, that are waiting for the guests coming on. So we but everybody likes to, to hear our gossip. Huh? They don't give a crap about the junk yes, you're going to push do. up there. So anyway, <laughs> oh, you guys. Oh, I hate him today. Today he's going to really have my pulling his hair out of his head. Listen to him. Anyway, you guys, this is the film. It's called What Happens Next. You can get it on Netflix. It stars John Lindstrom. It's directed by Jay Arnold. It's a really great, fun watch. Everybody should really watch it. Um, and you can watch it if you've got Netflix, so it's very easy. So, Chad, you got that ready? I kept it. All right, everybody, here's the trailer for What Happens Next, starring John Lindstrom. My day starts at 6.30 a.m. I wake up every day and dress for my role as CEO. My routine. My life. My business. Served me well for 31 years. They retired me today. What? Yes. Oh, Christ. Okay, I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. I have a little token of appreciation for my brother. Oh, mother of God, oh! what is that? You really, Elise, what the hell are you thinking? That you're a middle-aged man who lives alone and could use a little regular companionship. Irene, what a lovely surprise. I'm serious, Elise. I did not appreciate that setup with Irene last night. All right, just listen to me, Paul. I love you madly, but this is enough. Now, you cannot live alone forever. It is simply not practical. 
you need to marry Irene. Your mother can be a little difficult sometimes. Oh, well. Brian is in town and he didn't call me. I, I, I swear, I'm gonna have a nervous breakdown. She has this picture in her head of what, what she thinks I'm supposed to be, what she thinks is socially acceptable. <gasps> oh my God, it's your kid? Your kid is gay? Oh my God, that is fabulous. And I guess I've always suspected that he was, you know. Gay? I'm Andy, th this is Bean. He's kind of a snob, but he plays well with others. Paul Greco. Paul. Paul Greco. You're, you're sweet and you're, you're handsome. It's just that, you know, you're, you know. What? Hello? Straight. <laughs> That's true. Honey, don't you see? There is something wrong with every man that you meet. And I'm not sure what it's gonna take for you to meet Mr. Wright, but it's certainly not gonna be Mr. Straight. I find this behavior extremely confusing. Confusing? Well, that seems to be the prevailing sentiment. I sure as shit don't know what happens next. Well, that makes two of us. There you go, everybody. So that's what happens next. You can get it on Netflix. It's really, really great movie. And it's got Megan Hilty, too, if you're like a Broadway fan or whatever. She's a huge star. And even the trailer was done well. Good editing, uh, Jay, if you're listening. Who edited that? Next week, we'll talk. When you're coming on. When you, not He's next coming week. coming on in a couple of weeks. In a couple of weeks, Jay, we'll talk about the editing. You know, the film, like we, we watched um, My Big Fat Greek Wedding again last night because, you know, my dear friend Lainey Kazan, who I love, adore, and worship, and, and treasure, and all the world has just completed shooting. Uh, my Big Fat Greek Wedding 2 up in Toronto, Canada. I haven't spoken to Lainey. I was supposed to talk to her this afternoon, and I don't know what the hell happened. I got confused and forgot. I wanted to tell you guys, you know, I'm asking her to come back on the show to talk about uh, Big Fat Greek Wedding. Um, I, I have no idea what the storyline is, but I hope it's about a baby shower. Because I've been to Greek baby showers living in Astoria, Queens, which is probably, you know, the, the annex to Greece. Everybody's a Greek there. And I've been to Greek baby showers. You have never in your life seen it. Well, I've been to a Puerto Rican baby shower, my friend Gloria, when she had a baby. But that was spectacular. But the Greek baby showers beat it, beat it by a mile. I mean, they're wild. They, 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 they're crazy and they have a ball. I would go to any baby shower of, of Greek or Puerto Rican in a second. You should, too. They're fun people. All right. So here's another thing, you guys. So, you know, last week we talked about how the Love and Soul Tour is coming to Atlanta, Georgia on October 23rd. Um, tickets are now on sale. You can go to Ticketmaster.com. It's at the Mabel Beach, uh, Mabel Barn Amphitheater in Mableton, Georgia, which is really like Atlanta. Uh, the date is October 23rd. The guests are Tevin Campbell, CC Peniston, Tony Terry, Gino, Men at Large, BNGB, and PM Dawn. It's going to be a great, great show. We got a new Ford in here, and Chad's going to play it for us. Chad, you got it ready? Their music is timeless. Their sounds are explosive. Coming for just one night. It's the Love and Soul Tour, Friday, October 23rd, featuring Tevin. Campbell, BNGB, CC Peniston, R&B sensation Gene O, Tony Terry, 
Men at Large. Special guest PM Don coming to the Maple House Bar and Sample Theater Friday, October 23rd. It's bring your own beverages. General admission tickets $35. Reserve seating and VIP tickets available. Tickets on sale this Friday, August 21st at 10 p.m. at Ticketmaster.com. Sponsored by Kiss 104.1 and Sasha the Diva. Spectra Music Group. Channel Magazine. It's the Love and Soul Tour. There you go, everybody. So tickets are on sale now. Go to Ticketmaster.com and you can get tickets. Sounds like a good concert, right, Chad? Sounds good to me. And what's great about this concert is if you do go, you get to meet Jimmy and I. Like, big deal, right? (laughs) But like to meet you, that's the big deal. And Angie B. Angie, B. Angie B., you know, who I think is the most gorgeous woman in the world, Mm -hmm. is fabulous. And her song, Love, is what Jimmy and I used when we got married. It was our love song, our marriage song. It was a wedding song. Wedding song. So she's playing it that night in concert. And it's a gorgeous song. I mean, it makes everybody fall in love. It's got magic. There so go. go or buy the album. Are there albums and stuff out that they her could album buy? will be coming out before before like in I think it comes out in November actually. Well, when her album comes out, I'm going to push love like this. But the no single tomorrow. is out now, so you can definitely uh, hear it now, and it's um uh, on iTunes and it's all around the world, so you can die. It's just uh, type in BNGB and it's love. And we want to thank Jane Yates. She says that um, what happens next is definitely on UK Netflix. So you yeah, I mean the lyric it. is something like I was standing there, then I saw you, and you saw me. I mean it's it, it's a it's a definitely uh, such a love song. The lyrics are fabulous. We're gonna have a show that plays Who wrote all the, the music lyrics on that song, Angie. I have no idea. I think Angie did. Either way, we're gonna we're, we're gonna have a show before the show comes up, playing all the music from the show. And we'll probably have Angie on at some point. Yeah, it'll be fun. Also, you guys, another in another advertising type thing, you can hear the Jimmy Star Show on W4CY Radio. We have the greatest sound engineer, Mr. Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah. We have, uh, you can hear us on WROM and Radio in Detroit, Planet Radio Network in New York, LA, Ontario, and London, WBAD.net in Washington, D.C., Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, K4HD Radio in L.A. Uh, we're also back on Monster FM Radio in New York, everybody, so you can hear us there on Sunday nights. We're also on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. So you have no excuse if Not you to say listen to the show. you don't hear or see our show. There's no excuse. Because we're like, I guess, like what? Like the flu. We're all over. And you can also see us on LGBTQ TV, Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. Starting and soon, our new season. What's on there now is all screwed up. We're fixing up that website that's under construction. So as soon as the, the it's back, uh, it's going to be a fabulous uh, Also, you guys, you're going to be able to see all just the interview sections of of all the shows soon on our brand new website. It's called Jimmy Stars World. It's jimmystarsworld.com. It's a private and public site. It's going to have a section for members if you're looking for castings and jobs and things in the entertainment industry. It's also got a public section. We want to thank everybody. We mentioned it last week and like the site crashed because so many people went to it, which is really cool, and they're working on all those problems. But check it out. It's jimmystarsworld.com, and you can find out everything that's going on, including everything with the show, plus all the other things that we've got going on. And also, I'm looking for investors or producers, not producers, um, uh, what is the word? Sponsors. I'm looking for investors or sponsors for my Set the Record Straight show. I've got a great, great lineup of celebrities that will be invited on the show, such as Stephanie Powers, um, uh, Julie Newmar, uh, Tab Hunter, just a bunch of people who I know, some of my good friends, some are just casual friends, some I have acquaintance with, with. And they come on the show and they really talk easy with me because it's a conversation show. Uh, it does produce, it does make money, it was a success. Um, so if anybody wants to get involved with that project, I'm all ears. I'd like to start production of that in January of the next year. 
And we want to give a shout out to Goddess. What's up, Goddess? My Goddess is there. Goddess, what are you wearing? Oh, this is bad. <laughs> I mean, she's so hot. Goddess, what are you wearing? She gives these wild answers. Oh, and Rebel's in the chat room. Hey, Rebel, what's Goddess, up? Goddess, is it see-through what you're wearing? She just says laugh out loud. Who knows? So. Come on, Goddess. What are you wearing? We've got a bunch of people that want to know. It's so much fun. Listen to him. Listen to him. Listen to Not him. Not me, but there are straight guys out there that want to no. know what Goddess is wearing. Goddess is hot looking. She could, Goddess, like work a strip club, dance the pole, because you really could do a pole dance and make a fortune. Oh, I can't. I believe No, really. If I had like breasts, that. if I had breasts, she I would she work loves a pole. You. No, if I had breasts, I would work a pole in Las Vegas because I could make the money then to buy a house. There you go. So you're lucky. You got breasts. You could swing a pole, honey, and make a lot of money. So you guys, you know how on the show we normally play cool music videos from different artists that we like. Uh, today is going to be a John Barrowman day since we have John Barrowman coming on the show, and uh, he doesn't sing traditional like you know pop music. He's more of like a Broadway singer, uh, a vocal singer. He's phenomenal. He's won all kinds of awards. He's got all kinds of gold records. Chad, are we able to do the um, "What About Us" one or no? You betcha. All right, everybody. So this is like a, a, a one of his most popular videos. It's got like 7 million hits or something uh, on the Internet, which is really, really big. The name of the song is What About Us? The name of the singer is John Barrowman. He's our guest coming on in a little while, and hope you guys enjoy it. Talking too long We know what we need Separately You say the honeymoon's over I don't want to push But what about us? It's ringing in my head It's not what you say what you have said So what about us? What about love? What about saying That we'll never give up? Don't wanna blame ya We're in danger So what about us? Yes, we've been trying too hard Misunderstood What's good for us I'm tired emotionally inside Night after night We fight till we cry I don't know what's wrong or right
That's that's what about us by John Barrowman, everybody, and anybody who said they've never seen the video before. I know you guys all have all his albums and stuff, but like he's got some great videos, and they're all on like uh, Vivo and and YouTube. Okay, let's critique this guy. Like, what is so hot about this guy? I mean, why is everybody fainting? Okay, big deal. He's gorgeous. Probably has a gorgeous body. He can sing. He can act. He met the Queen of England. He's an <laughs> actor. He's on television. But, one of the most popular But wait shows. a minute. Can he cook? I bet. I bet you he can't. Uh, I bet so he he's can not so too. perfect. So there. <laughs> Listen, John, when you come on, you're in for trouble with me, buddy. Because if you can't cook, you're just a, a loser as far as I'm concerned. Wow. But I'll tell you now, on the serious side, no more kidding around, this video is something I'm going to push because it's my pa passion. It shows how love can be. Uh, in a, it's, it's a wonderful video. And I'll get into it. Once I study it better and, and I'm able to explain it the way that I want to. Uh, and he can really sing, this guy. It's probably not his voice, you know. He probably, you know, somebody's dubbing <laughs> it in for him. And he really doesn't look that good. They have these plastic things that they glue to your face now to give you cheeks, nose, and, you know, they make you look good. He's probably very skinny and ugly in person. One day I'll meet him in Palm Springs. I'll take a picture of what he really looks like. And I'll post it on Actually, Facebook. Actually, I've seen pictures of him everywhere. Like, he's no, I, I don't think he's really good looking. I think it's all makeup and it's, you know, build <laughs> yeah, up. Right. They built up the gorgeous cheekbones, the fabulous cleft in the chin. <laughs> I want to rip his eyes out when I see him. He's so gorgeous. I hate his guts. How can anybody be born that beautiful? You know what's really cool, too? No, I wanted to be born that beautiful. You are that beautiful. I'm Actually, the goddess says he has nothing on you, Ron, so there. Oh, please, goddess. You, you, you know, either she's stoned or she has needs glasses. Um, <laughs> this guy is really hot. He's like a Rock Hudson type. Let me tell you, he's a gorgeous, sexy, and I hope he's a sweet guy, because if he's not, if he's an evil bitch, I'm going to bitch smack this bitch all over this freaking television. He's going to be fabulous. He's so he better be, be nice to and me. And if you, you guys want to find out, hopefully you're following him on Twitter. It's at Team underscore Barrowman. B-A-R-R-O-W-M-A-N. They're following him on Twitter. They're following him in the streets. They're following him everywhere They're following him in the gym. They're following him in the showers. And wow, that's not a bad idea. Palm Springs. Oh, we'll follow him. I'll follow him into the shower. <laughs> no, you Whoa. won't. No, I won't. Actually, I never so, cheat on Jimmy. Several, several people in the chat room said they've met him in person and he's very nice. Oh, he's nice? Was that his real face or did it look rubbery like when he moved? It, it, it looked like it was Chad, help on. me with this guy. <laughs> There's no help for you. Oh, Trust hey, what's me. What's up, Dave Hughes? is in the chat room, too. Uh, so we want to give Dave Hughes a, a shout out. I think it's a lot of fun. I think uh, we're going to have a lot of fun when he comes on. We're going to play a couple more of his songs in the in the next half hour because uh, I really like like all his music and uh, I've been downloading all of it. It's a lot of fun. So that's a nice voice, and I like the song, and I like what the song is saying. I like the video. 
we're going to play it a lot. And he's a humanitarian because he he actually got. Well, he, he has to be a humanitarian he, to make a video he, like that. He became a member of the Order of the British Empire for services to entertainment and charity in England. That's terrific. Which is like a big deal. That's so. terrific. It'd be fun talking to him. I can't wait for him to come on. We have about another half hour. Yeah, about an hour or so. Okay. So we're going to play more music. Also, you guys, if you have a Roku, you can see our show. But Ron found a new channel on Roku that we're going to play with tonight. It's called Con TV. One more time. Yeah, Roku, Con, Con TV, C O N TV. It has all the like great um, older shows like Popeye and uh, what's that guy? No, it has everything on it that has to do with comics and superheroes. But you know what, folks? I I, I like let out with a scream that Shazam jumped because he was lying in my lap sleeping when I was you know surfing on this new channel. Flash Gordon, the original 1940 with Buster Crab is there. So tonight, guess what I'm watching? My idol, my Buster Crab, my, my Flash Gordon. Because when I was a little boy, we used to watch, the, of course, it was years later on TV. It wasn't 1940 because I was born. But years later, they played it on TV. And I am Flash Gordon. I mean, I lived like him. I had things around my neck. I flew around the house. My mother thought I was insane. I wanted to be called Flash. I didn't want to be called Ron. And I, I said that my father was Dr. Zarkoff. My sister was um, Dale Evans. Dale, no, Dale, what the hell was her name? Dale. Anyway, I made my family the cast of that movie. And they really, like, looked at me and said, this boy is disturbed. Love. Well, you know, Jimmy made that gorgeous Flash Gordon shirt for me. I love and adore Flash Gordon. And, of course, I'm trying, we are both trying to get, uh, uh, what's his name, Smith, the other Flash Gordon. I forgot his name. The what? guy who played Flash Gordon who's oh, in Oh, what Ted. the hell is his name? That's Sam, Sam. Sam. Sam Smith. Is it Sam Smith? Sam Jones. Sam, Sam Jones. Jones. There you go. We're trying, We're trying to get Sam, to get Sam, Jones, Sam on Jones on. That Flash Gordon was okay, but, you know, originally came out as a porno. It was called Flash Gordon. And then they cut it because it was such a good film, and they made it into a film that the audiences could see by reshooting Look at certain, Chad's showing it all. certain scenes. There you go, Chad. Look at that. Oh, it's a great channel. And it's free, folks. It's free. So it's Con TV, you guys. And also, like for you who, who like me, like to go to the conventions and meet all your favorite celebrities, and well, we, we go to interview them and stuff. Like it's Con TV, so it's got interviews from like Wizard Con and Comic Con. There's probably interviews of John Bar Barrowman on there, actually. And they have like Walking Dead interviews with all the people, and it's just a really cool thing. So check it out. And when Jimmy and. When, oh, there's Flash Gordon he's doing now, but I that's know. an hour day. When Jimmy and I go to this uh, Comic Con, we're going to interview, and hopefully they'll put some of our interviews up. Yeah, Look at Sam Jones, how handsome he was. He was a good Flash Gordon, too. I love Flash Gordon. It was Sam Jones exciting. is in Ted. I don't know if you guys like Ted or not, but I think Ted is one of the well, like, he plays greatest. Flash Gordon. He, Ted is one of the funniest movies though ever, though. So everybody needs to see Ted one and two. And we have New York City Comic Con coming up um, in in October. Uh, hopefully, I think we're going to be going. Oh, too, we'll so. be there. No matter where we live, we'll be there. So it'll be a lot of fun. Because we have to cover that. There's no question about it. And Sam Jones may be there. And then I could corner him and say, Sam, you know, what's the story? Why aren't you coming on our show? Everybody's on our show. We the have problem big that stars. The problem we can't have Sam Jones on the show is because, like, he's got no way to contact with uh, contact him. That's the problem. I mean, we have everybody big, else. You, everybody else is on Twitter, so I can go on Twitter and get them. You know, in case you didn't know it, folks, we have stars of yesteryear that come on the show. Friends of mine and friends of Jimmy's nowadays stars, and you know we we have nice everything guests. in between. Absolutely, we don't have cheesy guests. We never have cheesy guests. Actually, you guys, for for all you guys who are into horror, next week we've got Skeet Ulrich, who was in Scream and The Craft, and 
He's got been in a bunch of television shows since then, Law and Order. He was one of the policemen and everything. And we also have Betsy Russell, who's in a ton of movies as a as a younger girl and as an adult. She's um, Saw Saw three through seven. She's uh, she plays um, Tobin Bell's wife in all those. So I can't wait it. It's gonna be awesome. So you got to talk into the mic, baby. It's gonna be awesome. So we got he a lot of really great guests. And he's a radio star. I'm television. I never did radio until I met Jimmy, and I've got it down to a science. Jimmy's been on the air for five years, and he still can't talk into my, my phone. Your phone buzzing. is ringing. Turn I, your phone off. I, I can't believe that you have your phone ringing. That's unprofessional. Can you believe that, Chad? That's unprofessional. I don't know who's calling me. What are you, stupid? Get off my phone. Anyway, here's what we're going to do, you guys. While he's, like, looking at his phone, and everybody is, like, enjoying themselves, what we're going to do is play another John Berriman song, um... This is going to be I Am What I Am, which from what I understand is kind of like his theme song. Um, That's this, from Lakaja Falls. This is a live performance at the Royal Albert Hall. And Chad, you got that ready? Let's Did he go. do it in drag? Um, no, like one more. <laughs> this is the regular one. So this is John Berriman, everybody. I Am What I Am from Lakaja Fall, live from the Royal Albert Hall. Enjoy. What a response! I'm so thank you very much. Um, this uh, this next song has become my anthem. Now many people always say to me, uh, they've tried to ask me to change the way I behave. They've asked me to do things that I do differently. They've wanted me to change my personality. And I've said exactly the same thing. <laughs> Why? I am what I am. And 
I love each feather and each spangle. Why not try to see things from a different angle? Your life is a sham till you can shout out loud, I am what I am. I am what I am, and what I am needs no excuses. I deal my own death, sometimes the ace, sometimes the deuce. Cool. There you go. Pretty cool. If if you believe in God, as many do, I believe that God created him and sent him to the gay world to show the world how wonderful gay people are. I am so proud of this fellow. I cannot tell you. We are both on the same page. I have to meet him when I'm in Palm Springs. We must get together and work it out to show the world that gay people are not demented fruits, faggots, or fairies, that we are just like you and everybody else. We just happen to love someone like us. This man does more for gay people than, I think, than anyone I've ever seen. He's amazing. I cannot wait just to talk to him. Just being himself, just being himself. I cannot wait to talk to him. What he's, his opening of this song... Because it's true. I was advised by friends, don't come out. They suspect you're gay, but leave it that way. Don't come out, Ron. People will hate you because they hate gay people. And I thought, gee, at my age, what do I give a damn? You know, I've been around a long time in this business. And let them know I'm gay. I don't care. And it didn't bother anyone. I've never gotten a nasty remark or a bad letter or anything. Or, or Everybody even a- loves you. Well, it's true. People don't really care. You know, what is it anybody's business who I sleep with? And I married the man next to me. I don't sleep with him like some tart. <laughs> tart, you like that? <laughs> I married him. I'm a decent person. I'm a married person like the rest of you. I cook. I clean. He walks the dogs. You know, we have a life like every... Anyway, John, please come on. I can't wait. He's coming on a he's little bit. He's wonderful. He's really impressed the hell out of me. In the meantime, you guys, too, we want to let everybody know that... um. One Magical Weekend is June 3rd through 5th, 2016 in Orlando, Florida. Ron and I will be there. It's a lot of fun. Um, uh, the entertainment will get hosted and listed up probably in the next month or two, but they're already like taking room reservations at the B Resort and Spa. You can go to www.onemagicalweekend.com. And everybody in the chat room loved everything that you said and say that how amazing he actually is. He is so talented. That voice is... And Dave Hughes from I mean, Stars Now so sent. wrote Tart, sent. Laugh Out Loud, which I think that's the British term, isn't tart, it? Tart, yeah, Tart. And uh, He's definitely heavenly sent to us in the gay world. We need spokespeople like this, spokespersons like this. We need more to come out. We need... 
you know, I have so many celebrity friends out in California. I cannot tell you who they are because they've said to me, Ron, don't ever out me. I will never speak to you again. But one is a very famous, gorgeous, leading man guy. And if only he came out and said to the world, listen, I'm gay and it's okay. Everybody in the world would say, wow, he's gay. Then I guess gay is okay. We need more of the very good types of gay people, the educated, the sophisticated, the, the well-spoken, the well-dressed, he-man types, rather than, I mean, you know, you could be a girl, too, if you're gay. You could be a silly fairy and walk, run around screaming in high heels. <laughs> I have those queens for friends, too. But they don't make the majority of who we are. We want to give a shout-out to Jimmy McCreary's wife. I didn't even know you were married, Jimmy, so hello, hello, and we're glad you guys are tuned in. I want to welcome all the new people to the chat room since we started. Um, if you're in the chat room and uh, uh, you can type questions and stuff into the uh, chat room area, but if you want to see us in the studio and see John Barrowman when he calls in, um, you hit the ITV button on the homepage, and that'll like make you go in there. And anybody coming in asked if you missed John Barrowman. No, you haven't missed him. He's coming on in about 20 more minutes, 25 minutes or so. Right, and I don't mean to forget the gay girls in the world. You know, we have Robin, Rob, Robin, Robin, what Robin Roberts. Robin Roberts. Oh my God, I feel bad. Robin, I'm sorry, I forgot your last name for a second. Robin Roberts of Good Morning America. She's a gay woman, and look how stunning she is. She's beautiful and she's sweet, and and I must tell you, I've met her, and she's delightful. She's a delightfully very pretty girl, woman, beautiful. And she's gay. There are so many gay actresses that are in Hollywood right now <clears throat> starting to come out. I mean, Angelina Jolie goes both ways. So many do. Uh, sex is something to be enjoyed, not to be hated for. Um, that's how I feel. We don't hurt anyone. We go about our business. We're not in prisons. We're not murderers. We're not um, psychos like they want to show us in all the movies. You know, it's always a drag queen that whips out a knife and kills everybody, which is horrible. <laughs> they always show us as getting AIDS and dying uh, to be punished by the Lord, you know, because we're gay. We have it, which, of course, we did not start. It started in Africa. Don't, don't bring that but up. that's a whole different issue. Um, also, we want to say hi to Michelle now that we know John, Jimmy McCreary's wife. Say hi. She loves to say hi, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Who are you? Jimmy McCreary's wife. Who's Jimmy McCreary? Oh, come on. I forget names. Jimmy, you know I know faces. I don't know anybody's we, names. We, we say hi to Jimmy McCreary like 50 times a week. I know, but I, I forget. He is the owner of OverTheMoonNews.blogspot.com. Oh, yes, yes. Hi. I'm sorry. You know what it is? I'm in the business 52 years, okay, since I was a kid. Do you think I could really remember every f name that I've been introduced to. I've been introduced to. I, know, I wish everybody. Every wait. Week. I wish everybody I was introduced to since I'm 16 <clears throat> would give me a dollar. How come you always remember Goddess? Because Goddess is my new girlfriend. <laughs> Goddess is my new straight fantasy. If I was straight, I'd fall in Goddess now. I wouldn't be on this Fakakta show. I'd be in bed with Goddess now, making her scream with happiness. We also want to give a shout out. Right, to Goddess? We yeah, wanna, yeah, yeah. We want to also uh, give a shout out to Sharon Lee and the Sharon Lee band. They're on their way to Orlando mm -hmm. for the uh, big comp music conference, and they just tweeted that they're listening to us from the road. So, hello, Sharon Lee and the Sharon Lee band. Isn't that cool? But seriously, I love I, I'm, I'm apologizing because if my, you know, and I'm also not so young anymore. And when I hear a name, my brain starts to go like this, tick 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 like a computer. Which, which person is that? I mean, my children, Leslie and Deirdre. Sometimes I look at one and I say, "What's your name? Who are you?" <laughs> they say to me, "I'm Deirdre," or I call one the other. I'm sure you have done that to your children too. How many times I've looked at Leslie and say, "Deirdre, get me that thing," and uh, you know, it's just. Don't be offended by it, please. But I, know, I do know who you are. That much I remember. I just don't remember your name. 
Terrible. Say hi to Jane Yates. Who? Jane oh, Jane. Yates. Jane, what's going on? I still haven't read your book. Don't hate my guts. You but, don't have to keep bringing that up every well, time. Well, because I apologize because I want to critique her <laughs> Right, book. Chad? That's funny. Uh, listen, I want to critique Jane's book and tell the world how great it is, but I won't lie and say I read the damn thing. I will read it. You know when, when I'm in an airplane, I'm trapped for four, seven hours, whatever. I read tons of books then. So I promise you I will critique your book. She actually says she calls her dog. Sometimes she calls her dog, her kid's the name of her dog. Oh, I call my dog everything. I call him Lovebird, Kissy Face. I love my dog. <laughs> Shazam. Sometimes I call Shazam... Uh, Scooby, after my dog that passed away, my bull mastiff, Scoobola, and I call him Scooby. So, you know, what, what, is, what is it? Rose is but a rose by any other name. It's still a rose. Oh, so Sharon Lee is actually in the chat room now, too. So, hey, Sharon, we just gave you a shout-out. Drive carefully and have a great show this Thursday and Friday night. Yeah, what are you doing? You're supposed to be driving. There you go. Somebody else is driving and she's doing the uh, handiwork. On your laptop? Yeah, so Chad, what's going on with you? Drive safely, Chad, honey. where are we playing this week? Anything big going on? Nothing big. We got three gigs. We're at uh, Anchor Inn on Friday. We're at um, Brass Tap on Saturday and Rum Shack on Sunday. There you go. And you guys, that's all in like West Palm Beach. That's in like West Palm Beach, right? If you're in West Palm Beach, Florida. That's Lake Worth and I think Boynton. Boynton's oh. uh, the, the Brass Tap and everything else is Lake Worth. So kind of and close. if you happen to be in New Orleans, go see Sh Sh see what I mean with names. Sharon Leah, Sharon Leah the Sharon gorgeous Leah one. Band. Where is she playing? Nobody well, knows. Yeah, we do. I well, do we, know. Let's look, we have to look. On we paper. had her on last week, so she's playing at the Little Jim Saloon tomorrow night at eight p.m. In uh, this is all in New Orleans, you guys. Little Jim Saloon. It's at the Cutting Edge Music Business Conference in New Orleans. It's CuttingEdgeNola.com. And Friday night they're playing at Sweet Lorraine's Jazz Club at eight p.m. Sweet Lorraine's Jazz Club. Yeah. Go see Sharon Leah and the boys. And her boyfriend is is in the band. You pick him out. You pick out the one you think that she should be with. Okay, that's funny. Play a game. You pick out the one that fits her the best. So let's. So Chad, let's talk about superheroes for a minute. Dun, we know dun. that we know that Ron's favorite superhero is the Flash. Flash Gordon. Oh, no, Flash Gordon, not the Flash. So yeah. Chad, do you have a favorite superhero? Uh, I've always liked Superman. Oh, do you I like really? Superman Some, too. Something about flying, you know, on Earth and in space is just pretty cool. <laughs> I like the George Reeves old Superman of the 1950s. That was a fabulous TV series. Hey, chat room, who's your favorite, who's your favorite superhero? I like all of them because I used to have a comic book club when I was a little kid, so I liked all of them. But I like Daredevil a lot, and now they got the Daredevil t TV show. Goddess likes Thor, and so does guest Hannah. But do you think Wonder Woman... Irish Ginger wrote Pipe Man. <laughs> <laughs> do, you think Wonder Woman, do you think Wonder Woman is gay? Oh, no. She's a lesbian. She lives on an island oh, of Lesbo. No, she lives on the island Lesbo with all women. I think the writer was trying to say back then that she's a lesbian. Oh, they like X-Men. Here, we got X-Men coming through. I saw Spider-Man. Jimmy, I'm in for the Spider-Man thing, too. I like all the teams, though. Defenders, Avengers. But um, seriously, do you Daredevil. think Wonder Woman... And now I like Green Arrow. And the only reason I watch Green Arrow is to see John Barrowman. And now I like Green Arrow. Or no, On TV, it's Arrow. But in the comics, it's Green Arrow. Goddess, what do you think? Do you think Wonder Woman's a dyke? <laughs> We're going to find out. You know, she's going to be in the new Batman versus Superman movie. I know. She's on an island. Only women. They hate that island. They, every time a man goes on the island, they kill him. A lot of people like uh, a lot of people like. Everybody's Captain ignoring Jack. this question. I don't, I don't know. Chad, do you think Wonder Woman's a lesbo carpet muncher? Does it matter? You didn't have to fit, put the other that horrible thing you just said that is so like <laughs> something that some ignorant straight person would say oh, she's a oh. goddess 
they're saying she's a goddess. She is a goddess. Goddess of the dark. What about Isis? I like Isis. Really? Anyway, people are going to think this is a gay show if we don't knock off all the gay stuff. You know, I don't want to surprise him and tell him that you and I are really not married, that I'm straight. Oh, yeah, right. That you're, <laughs> yeah, you're straight. I am straight. I'm meeting Goddess tonight. We're going to have incredible sex, right, Goddess? Five or six hours worth, nonstop. So here's what we're going to do, you guys. I mean, actually, <laughs> guess Crystal says as a lesbian, she would love her to be. You go, Crystal! <laughs> I, you rock yeah, it, baby! <laughs> especially, especially, <laughs> you know, I met her. Linda, uh, Linda, what the hell was the one that played? Uh, Linda Evans. No, not Linda. Linda, Linda, oh, Jesus. I uh, met her in a restaurant in, in town oh, in Beverly Hills. Linda, um, oh, what is Carter. her name? She, 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 Carter. Linda Good Carter. job, Chad. Good job, she's Chad. Like, she's about seven foot ten. I've never seen such a tall woman and built like, this was years ago, I saw her, built like crazy. And her eyes, my God, sparkling, sparkling blue. She's gorgeous. Screen does nothing for Linda Carter. You had to see her in person. We have two goddesses in the chat room. So oh, we have. Hang on, I finished. She was with Jacqueline Smith, who I was there, there to see. Now, Jackie Smith, Jacqueline Smith is an angel and gorgeous from Charles Angels. So could you imagine Linda Carter and Jacqueline all both together at a restaurant with um, what's his name? Uh, Michael's uh, wife. She's gorgeous. She's Hindu. Michael Kane's wife was with them, and she is the most stunning woman in the world. So we have a guest goddess, and then we have goddess Babylon. Which guess goddess Babylon says she's probably bisexual. Best of both. You go. Good. All our goddesses in the chat room, goddesses and crystals are just rocking it. I love it. Good. Everything about it. We want to give a shout out too to Tina D. What's up, Tina? Hope everything is going well. And um, and, uh, let's see what else I forgot. Anyway, we want to thank everybody too for tuning in cause the chat room's filling up and we got about 15, 20, 15 more minutes or so. We're going to have uh, John Barrowman's going to be calling in. If you hit the ITV button, you'll be able to see him. We want to just say thanks for everybody for tuning in. We're going to do another, uh, I have to tell you why we have one guest this week. Our other guest was ill. And he said he'd rather not come on ill. He'd rather come back in a couple of weeks, which he is, uh, and you know, and do the show properly. Yeah, normally we have two guests, everybody. We only have right. one this week. Um, that gives us a chance to play all these great John Barrowman videos. He will be on in two weeks. Uh, I think he's coming on the same day we have Melissa Etheridge. I think coming on. Right. So it'll so be a lot of. Cool. We look forward to that show. And feel better, Jay. Get better quick. There you go. So here's what we're gonna do, guys. Um, I don't know how many of you guys saw Jekyll and Hyde, but. Um, Jekyll and Hyde is a great, great musical. There's a, a hit song called Saw it. This is, I was there when they wrote it. This is the moment. I know you were. That's why we're playing this. There's a song oh. called This Is the Moment. It's a really great song. Everybody like knows it. Everybody's covered it. John does a cover of it. Chad, do we have that one? Because I'm going out of order. But of course. Um, I saw it at the earliest rehearsals when it was in LA and they were putting it together. And uh, actually the guy that was in charge there was Norman. Oh, what the hell is Normie's last name? Oh, no, oh my God. He's a dear friend of mine for like hundred years. Norman Sachs. Norman Sachs, I believe was producing it at the time. And I saw it when it was all chopped up and they didn't even know if it was going to work and they didn't know what the hell they were doing with it. And I thought it was great, you know. So here's what we're going to do, everybody. We're going to play This is the Moment by John Barrowman. It's from Jekyll and Hyde. He does a great version of it. Chad, you ready to rock? Here it goes. Here it goes, everybody. This is the moment. This is the day. When I send all my doubts and demons on their way. 
every endeavor I have made ever is coming into play is here and now today this is the moment this is the time when the momentum and the moment are in rhyme give me this moment this precious chance I'll gather up my some sense at last this is the moment when all I've done all of my dreaming scheming and screaming become one this is the day see it sparkle and shine when all I've lived for John Barrowman, and now we have a new guest joining the show. It's Shazam. I don't know if you guys can see him or Shazam, not. Shazam, come on up. John, you got me as a fan. You're fabulous. Come on, there he goes. Can Shazam. you guys see Shazam? I don't oh, know if you can see it or not. Now he went away. You know why? Because we're not paying him union scale, so he walked off. There you go. Listen to that one, Chad. He said, you know, I'm not working like my daddy works for peanuts. Is that Jimmy's cheap? There you go. Well, he left. Where'd he go? He's on the floor. Right oh, next okay, to he's me. sleeping. As long as he's good. He, he likes to put his head on my... He'll come back. There you go. <laughs> Meanwhile, the chat room is really filling up. I have like 7,000 people in there. How many people? I can There's see 78 seven. people. You're seven a popular th- guy, Ron. Huh? I said you're Act- a popular guy. 
said in there that John. Somebody wrote in there that John Berman did a uh, a show in London with uh, Stephanie Powers, and you mentioned her because you're a friend of hers. Stephanie Powers, love Stephanie. Yeah, I I was at Shelley Winter's birthday party the last time I saw Stephanie. I went her 80th birthday party. Of course, Shelley Winter's has passed away years ago, so I'm asking her on. I'm going to ask Raquel Welch. I'm asking all the people that are like in their 70s because the older people that I had like years ago, I had the legends, you know, Jane Russell, 89, uh, Lauren Bacall, 150. You know, I mean, they were all, all, they're all dead. So now I have to go down generationally. Is that such a word as generationally? I like it. Let's make it a word. Generational. Anyway, I'm getting everybody in their 60s. 65 to 75 year old range and there are so many of those celebrities alive and they would like to set the record straight things that have been said about them that are incorrect and this is their last chance i mean i'm so happy that jane russell on her last interview by the way jane russell before she passed away set the record straight that her boobs were 36b not 44 double d which used to drive her crazy so she was able to set that record straight, as did uh, Cliff Robertson, as did Tab Hunter, all my people. So it's going to be a great show. If you're interested, contact me, and we'll see what we can do. It makes money, so that's the bottom line. Especially now, the way we have media, my God, we could get the, you know, it's been five or six years since I was on the air in California. So we could get, we could get the word out and... A lot of networks would pick it up. It's it's a much it's much easier today to produce something and get it out there than it was even five seven years ago. By those days, you had to do it by who you knew. Um, now it's amazing. What I mean, Jimmy has over two million Twitters. Who ever heard of such a thing? Two million. That's right, you guys. And if you're a John Berryman fan, and let me know you're a John Berryman fan, I'll follow you back on Twitter. I'm at Dr. Jimmy Star, and the show is Jimmy Star's show. Ron is Ron Russell's show, and Jimmy Star's world is at Jimmy Star's world. So follow all of us, please. It'll be a lot of fun. Right. See, if I don't speak, the show just goes right down to the tubes. Why? I don't know because you're not like a young. That's because I can't help it. I got so many things I'm a going gossiper. on. People a, are like contacting me like everywhere. Yeah, the, <laughs> the people that listen to us, they like me because I gossip. I say things that they think. They say I feel like I'm conversationing, conversationally. I'm creating words. You love that one, conversing, conversing. But I don't care. Con I feel like I'm conversing with everybody listening. I feel like they're my friends and we're hanging out. You know, some people are drinking beer, some people are smoking pot, some people are drinking coffee. I'm having a martini for olive straight up ice cold. And we're sitting around and we're just gabbing. And I'm throwing crap out there like this movie star, that thing. Everybody likes that conversation. When I go to parties, I'm usually... I'm actually trying to email John Berman to see if we can get him to call in now instead Wait a of second. waiting. When I go to parties, they corner me. People corner me. I always have a crowd around me. It's like I'm holding court because they want to know what's going on. And, of course, at parties, I could say more than I can on the air about certain stars who have passed away, of course. Not movie stars of today. I can't find him, so I tweeted it to him to see if we can get him to call in. Did I talk about Laney yet? I talked. Yes, about, you already talked about. Laney. I talked about Laney. That's okay. I forget. You know, it's a two-hour show. I'm holding it a lot. Actually, here's what we're gonna do. Hey, Chad. Chad Murphy. Hello. Hey, Chad. No, no, Chad. Let's play the second spot for the Love and Soul tour. And when you come back, hey, tell everybody, us what this you're is eating. the Love and Soul tour. Uh, it's in uh, October 23rd at the Mabel Beach Amphitheater, and here's our second radio spot for it. All right, here it goes. Their music is timeless. Their sounds are explosive. Coming for just one night. It's the Love and Soul tour, Friday, October 23rd, featuring Kevin Campbell, Tony Terry, Cece Peniston, R&B sensation Gene O, BNGP. 
Men at Large, and special guest PM Don. Coming to the Maple House Bar and Sample Theater, Friday, October 23rd. It's Bring Your Own Beverages. General admission tickets $35. Reserve seating and VIP tickets available. Tickets on sale this Friday, August 21st at 10 p.m. at Ticketmaster.com. Sponsored by Kiss 104.1 and Sasha the Diva. Spectra Music Group. Channel Magazine. It's the Love and Soul Tour. There you go, everybody. So make sure you get your tickets now. Go to Ticketmaster.com. And before we get on with the show, let me tell you, I went shoe shopping, and it didn't cost me a <laughs> penny. You know why? Jimmy Starr just brought in his new line of shoes, and I went into the warehouse, and I huh. said, oh, can I try these on? Oh, these look nice. Oh, I need those. Jimmy, look for the winter. Oh, my God, these would be perfect when we get to California. So I stole five pairs of shoes from the warehouse. I don't care. Listen, I sleep with the guy. It's the least he could do is give me five pairs of shoes free. That's right. I mean, he's At $200 a pair, that's 1000 bucks. I paid you for the next two years on the show. Two years. <laughs> thousand bucks, baby. I let you unbuckle my jeans. That's what it costs. $1,000 to unbuckle my jeans. I just wait for you to oh. unbuckle them yourself. Well, you're never going to happen. <laughs> A thousand bucks. You should be so lucky. Look what you got over here. What are you, crazy? I know. You're gorgeous. Mm, I'm not gorgeous. I'm wonderful. And, and gorgeous. Please. I happen to have a actor who's fairly famous and he's gay and he's handsome who has an interest in me and he told me that and I never told you that, but you got to see who he is and he's gorgeous. That's okay. I'm not worried. No, he's he's an older man. You would love him. He's That's, in his late 60s, but early I'm married, 70s. I'm married to you, so it doesn't matter. No, Chad, tell him to shut up. <laughs> No, this is no, Jimmy. No, Jimmy this is good stuff. Now the thousand dollars. Let's talk about the thousand bucks of shoes. You know, now I'm going to go in the back in the warehouse. Actually, and they five, they're coming. More. more of them are coming tomorrow. Well, so. good because I want. You know, which ones I want? You've got to get me. There, I fell in love with them. They're loafers and they have plaid on the top and fabric and leather all around. Unbelievable! I want them in forest green and gold and blue. That's what the the, the plaid is. So cool! If you like a hipster look. I think that's funny. So, Chad, what are you eating? You know what? Next week, I'm going to show the shoes I stole from you. Okay, hang on. From your warehouse. Because they're nice shoes. When are you getting boots? I could use another pair of boots. Not yet. Chad, what are you eating? you got to have some boots. What am I eating at the moment? I'm having some uh, chips and salsa. Chicken salsa. That gives you diarrhea. No, not chicken salsa. Chips and salsa. That's even worse. It's even worse? No. No diarrhea here, Ron. That'll give you gurgling stomach and diarrhea. No. I find Mexican food is a wonderful laxative. Oh, it's the best stuff ever. I mean, I can't eat it. It doesn't work well with me. I love it. <laughs> no, yeah, it I love it, but it doesn't work well with me either. Even Taco it. Bell sends me to the bathroom in five minutes. That's because I mean, it's Taco Jim's, Bell. Jim's eating dinner. He gets up, he knocks the water glass over, the chair falls <laughs> over. He's running, screaming <laughs> to the bathroom. Get out of my way! <laughs> he's in the bathroom. He smashes the door down, throws the guy out, and jumps on the bowl. But sometimes it's too late because oh. he ate already. Lighten so, up on the tostados, Jimmy. I love it. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, like they said, Jimmy McCurry said that too. Oh, that's funny. Um, I think you have to be okay. born in Mexico. All you Mexico. guys got to do too, uh, you can go to com and um, hit the link. Uh, on the shop page, and that'll take you to our eBay store that's got all the different kinds of stuff that we've got for sale up on eBay. It's really, really cool. You know cool. what they should do with Donald Trump is give him lots of Mexican food. This way he won't be so full of shit. <clears throat> <laughs> Thank you. That was terrible. I mean, look, Donald Trump is a great guy, you know, and I like a lot of the stuff he says, but I don't care for a lot of the stuff he's saying. I don't care for the way he does it. I think if he straightened out and acted a little more accordingly and not so, you know, common New York City street smart, 
which impresses a lot of people. And I never get political. I mean, I think he's a very smart man, and I think he could do a lot for our country because he's a wonderful businessman. And sometimes when the multimillionaires run our country, we working folk make more money. So I really don't know. I don't dislike Donald Trump at all. I just think his his behavior is a bit not quite right. Somebody said somebody said in the chat room, Ron is a genius, and then they said, Somebody said you're pregnant, and then somebody else says you're not pregnant. You're just buff. <laughs> no, I am pregnant. Who's pregnant, Jimmy? Chad. Oh, Chad, you're pregnant? <laughs> I'm going to give birth to some kids later, drop them off at the pool. Oh, so happy. He's going to drop them off at the pool. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> we did that on a show once, and I didn't know what they were talking about. And I said, remember, I, remember that show when you said you have to drop kids off at the pool? You really ask kids? Said, I don't hey, know. know what I said? Oh, I remember. I used to do that with my girls all the time. I had to bring them to the Garden City pool. Oh, <laughs> Lord. I didn't know what the hell you were talking about. Yeah, that's, uh, that's undercover. Now I know what drop the girls at the pool I don't know if everybody else understands this. So we're going to do one more do song, and there, I think he'll Does be everybody home. out there understand what it means? Drop the drop kids, the kids off of the pool is when you so. like... Make a poo-poo. Make yeah. a poo-poo. <laughs> there <laughs> it is. Oh, how gross are we getting? Oh, my God. We've really gotten to the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, now. right. So all you guys, so uh, I have two different videos left, you guys. We got All Out of Love or The Doctor and I as Captain Captain Jack from Doctor Who. Maybe like ever since he's so famous for Doctor Who, we're going to play that one. So uh, it's a very Somebody short video. Listen, I like Jimmy's shirts because they're made in the USA. And not GMO. There and you not go. not GMO. That's <laughs> really. You, whoever wrote that. It's organic so cotton. This is The Doctor and I, Captain Jack, The Doctor and I, from Doctor Who, sung by John Barrowman. It's a really great video. Check it out. Here 62, we go. 13, take one. And it's a real pleasure to meet you, Mr. Spock. When I meet the doctor, once I prove my worth, and then I meet the oh, doctor, sorry. what I've waited for since, since birth, and with all his doctors. By my looks, he won't be blinded. Do you think the doctor is dumb? Or like, ooh, he's so small-minded? No, he'll say to me, I see who you truly are, Jack. A man on whom I can rely. And that's how we'll begin, the doctor and I. Buy me a drink first. Such hard work, but worth it. I never met you, Doctor. As much better off as a cow. will change. Cause once you're with the doctor, you are not estranged. No mother is not proud of you. No brother acts ashamed. And all of time has to love you. This new regeneration.
everybody. So that's another John Barrowman smashing hit, and I'm sure all you Doctor Who fans love it and know it. It's freaking like awesome, awesome, awesome. I guess Malika says it's a rewording of the Wizard and I from Wicked. You gotta love it. And um, and John's getting ready to call in. He just sent me a message, so he should be calling in any second. It's gonna be a lot, a lot of fun. I'm very excited about it. I'm sure everybody listening and seeing us is excited. I know all the gay guys are. They're probably drooling. So are all the And the ladies are drooling and saying, like all women say, what a shame he's gay. How come all the gay guys are gorgeous? Well, because straight guys don't do what gay guys do, like shave, clean up, have nice haircuts, dress beautiful, go to the gym, stay thin. Although a lot do, I must say. There's many, many, many that do. But the majority of, of straight guys, you know, they're like they're couch potatoes. It's going to be a lot of fun. He's getting ready to call everybody. He's sending me messages on Twitter. It's going to be fun. So everybody, um, everybody, we want to appreciate everybody for tuning in. The chat room is filled. We want to thank everybody for tuning in for, for the Jimmy Star Show with John Barrowman. He's getting ready to call. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully you guys have liked all the music that we've been playing as we're going. Um, guest oh. Cora. Here Listen, he comes. Everybody that's that's there, go to the top of the screen and hit ITV. the ITV button and you'll be able to see us on your laptop, not your cell phone or your other thing. What's the other thing called? Tablet. Tablet. Not your tablet. Only on your your on your um computer. Yeah, it's gotta be a laptop or a desktop. Right. Hit the ITV button at the top and voila, there we are. Not that we're anything great to look at, but it's nicer to see what you know what's coming out of our faces when we talk. I hear a screamy little queen. <laughs> <laughs> I hear a giggling sister. <laughs> hey, everybody, you can hear the voice. <laughs> I love awesome. you already, you fool. <laughs> Where are you? I can't see you. I know, Chad, how come we can't see him? Uh. Hit the video icon again. Hit the video icon, John. Oh, my God. I, it's too technologically advanced for me. <laughs> <laughs> you are, that's good stuff. <laughs> you, are, you are absolutely the, the best. That is so crazy. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Mr. John Behrman, we're very happy to have you. Thank you for having me. Yay! Have you listened to any of the crazy shows so far? I, what, you mean have I done research? No, have you listened to us? We've been on an hour. <laughs> I have been busy doing other things. Okay. Well, it shows no, me I don't mean that in a bad way. Yeah. I've, I've, I've actually been, because I've been trying to arrange, there's a, a, a young uh, kid called Dowie, and he's uh, from Wales, and uh, I'm trying to arrange with British Airways his flight, because I'm going to take care of his flights to fly him over to the States because he's having an operation that will basically allow him to walk again. So and uh, so you're a, you're a humanitarian as well. I'm a fairy god. I was going to say godfather, but a fairy godfather. I'm Ron wait. Russell. Hang he's on, Jimmy no, no, Star. wait, 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 wait. Okay, go. let me introduce you, everybody. First of all, we have uh, my co-host, who's also my husband, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, John. Hi, Ron. We have the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. John, welcome to the show, sir. Hi, Chad. Good we have a, a chat room literally filled with people that have been in there Good. for an hour waiting for you. Uh, I, I, tons of them. So say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everybody in the chat room. Keep your clothes on, please. 
and give a special <laughs> shout out to Crystal, who t actually, as we were, we played a bunch of your music videos, and she said that you were so inspiring. You helped her lose 250 pounds, and she's really cool. She's in the chat room, so give a sh shout out to Crystal. Uh, shout out to Crystal. I normally don't do shout outs because see now Crystal got a shout out. Every person in that chat room will want a shout out. So. Shout out to everybody! Yay! Uh, we always That's pick out smart. one or two, and as other ones oh, come on. So now, in the I, first the first hour of the show, I watched your video. We played a bunch of your videos uh, for of, everybody. Of singing, and after the video was over, I said, "He's not so hot. So what? He's gorgeous. He's got a gorgeous <laughs> body. He can sing. He can act. He's in theater. He's in movies. What's so hot about him? But can he cook? Uh, oh, you want to know something? Can you cook? Can you cook? I, cook? I can cook. I actually have a cookbook. Out. You got, oh. I hate your guts. You get off the show. <laughs> Wait, no, hold on. One, don't yeah. move. Don't move. I'm still talking you to you. Okay. Well, he's going to go he get his cookbook. Curse. He made me say I gotta get somebody. I gotta get my cookbook. I don't believe this guy. He does everything. He's amazing. Holy smokes. Where is it? Cookbook ah. Oh, there it is. There it is. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. No, this is, this is what's funny. Sorry about that. That's okay. This was uh, an idea of my niece's who uh, one Christmas she decided she wanted to gather all the kind of family recipes that my mom, my grandmothers, my aunts and uncles, my brother, sister, everybody had done. And so she gave it to me as a gift because she always says, Uncle John, you're the hardest person to buy gifts for. So I then thought, what a great idea. So I said, look, let me publish this. And I'll help you. This proceeds from this then will help go towards your, you know, I'll, get, I'll give you the pro some of the proceeds. And, you know, there, there's the book. There you go. It's I the Food of Love, you. everybody. The book is called The Food of but Love. But you know what? You've got so many wonderful talents. I bet you're lousy in bed. He's got um, a sex book. Oh, you got him speechless. <laughs> Scott? I bet you stink oh, hey, in hey, bed. Scott, there, bring Scott, Scott in. Scott, here. Hey, Scott. I, I, I watched all Scott, your videos. Scott, Scott's gorgeous. Wait till you see this one, Ron. You're gonna freak. I don't freak out <laughs> over gay men. I'm straight. <laughs> yeah, right. Straight, straight to the gay room. <laughs> no, Jimmy's gay. I'm straight. Can I just? Can you just say hello? I'm gonna say hi, Scott. All John's fans would love you. We're live, but um, I, I've just been asked a question. This is Scott, my husband. Welcome hello, to the Scott. Jimmy Star Show. Yay! The question was. Your husband is fabulous in everything he does. He, everything I've said to him, do you do, he does. I said he has to be lousy in bed, terrible in bed. Or he lays there like I'm beautiful, do me, right? He, he dances in bed. We got to tell you, like, dances in bed. It's unbelievable. Trust me, nuts. He dances. Oh, my God, I love your accent. That he's is fabulous awesome. in bed. There you go. <laughs> you heard it here. Actually, all the ladies, because uh, about about a hundred of the people in the chat room have said they've met you at different conventions and had a hug from you, and it was like the great, it like made their whole life. So, well, so. I, be I, be I believe in giving good hugs, and then I mean, if you're gonna hug somebody, there's people who hug, and when they hug, they they're what I call they do pelvis hugs, where they push the pelvises to get pelvis together, or there's ones who like bend out so you don't touch any of the the, the bits. Right. But if you're gonna hug. Push your crotch in on them. Everybody have a good hug. That's called a dry hump. <laughs> dry only, hump. Only if you shake a little. How do you hug? Right. Oh, no, uh, don't get all weird. <laughs> listen, listen, you two insane people. Jimmy and I have been considered to be insane as well. Uh, I lived in Palm Springs for years, and Jimmy and I are moving back to Palm Springs this winter. We're getting a winter home there. And you guys better hang with us a little bit because you well, two are glorious. Have us over. Uh, definitely. Oh, I could. 
Cook. I cook Italian. Oh, oh we have one too. Name? I got to show name? you my Shazam. Shazam. This is this is Captain Jack. Hi, Captain Jack. I wonder where we got that name. <laughs> I wonder where we got that name. There you go. <laughs> oh my gosh, you have a captain. You don't have an arrow action figure too, do you? I do. I have. I have an arrow action figure. One with me, all hooded, and then there's one that they're doing that is not hooded, and there's a whole slew coming out. Oh, I can't wait. I collect all that stuff. So when we move to Palm Springs, you can sign it and go in my fabulous collection. Come here, Shazam. Sit up. No problem. You should see. You should see my garage. Shazam. Oh, Scott's going. Bye. Bye, Scott. Thank you. Oh, he's going to get your action figure. Hi, Scott. It was very nice to meet you. Bye. Yeah, he's doing it. He's trying to get our dog to show you our dog, but he won't come up now. So He's on the show every week. Today he's being a snob. Today he's being snobby. Now he's going to hit the, the TV. Oh, that's okay. So when, when are you coming to Palm Springs? Shazam. Shazam. We were just there. He's pulling the TV camera. We're gone. Oh, no, we're not. He we're pulled still there. It. We're still okay. We're okay. No, wait a minute. That's delayed reaction. <laughs> Now the camera is I'll off. I'll fix it. So get up, Shazam. Shazam, you're a disaster, area. Oh he's God. a Brazilian um, Mastiff. And he's Very a brindle, nice. And he's a brindle. And he's the biggest love baby in the world. All he wants to do is kiss you and sit on your lap like a poodle. Oh, well, he, Jack and he would get along really well. Does he like to swim? No, he hates water. Really? Oh, no, he just likes blood. <laughs> <laughs> he loves blood when he bites people. No, he really doesn't. I can't see. Look over there. It's, it's not there. Look here, look here. Chad took it away. Okay, we're good. Okay, I guess we're good. We just oh, well. up. This is this live TV. What can I tell you? Okay. But you guys are a riot. How do you find Palm Springs? I found it a bit quiet and dull at times until I met my crazy crowd of friends. Well, it is. It is. It can be quiet, and it's. You can make up, make Palm Springs into what you want it. And uh, generally, we've got a you know a, a good kind of slew of friends here, and uh, my best friend uh, stays here. Um, they're actually our neighbors just down the street. At the moment, I'm in the house that we uh, we first bought that we have now given to my mom and dad because our house is being renovated which is down the street and we're we're gutting it and uh but I like Palm Springs I like the weather I like the yeah. I like waking up every morning and the sunshine and I it's an it's a great feeling and it's nice to it's an easy commute cuz I commute from Palm Springs to Vancouver mm -hmm. and there's a couple of flights a day to Vancouver and I pop on a plane go up film and I come back to the sunshine do you find Perfect. it's like a valium I call it valium valley when I first moved there years ago, I suddenly, because I had a TV show for years on, on Time Warner Cable, set the records, huh? where I interviewed great celebrities. And it was stressful because these celebrities were superstars, Jane Russell, Tab Hunter, so on, Lauren Bacall. Those people, when you have on, you got to really know your shit. And I used to freak out. So we moved to Time Warner in, the, in Palm Springs. Suddenly, anyone I interviewed was an easiest cake because the valley is so tranquil. Yeah, Do you, find it, that you work easier. Um, I I'm not really the most calm person in the world, anyway. <laughs> oh, but, but John, and, uh, don't you work easier. Like if you're on the phone doing a business deal, don't you feel different as if you were in L.A., which is hustle, or New York, which is full of energy? Um, yes, but I I'm still ballsy. I I it come it's when I'm talking business, it's completely different for me. I'm not. I know what you're saying. I do relax a bit more, but the one thing, Scott, I'll tell you is I never relax. 
I'm always right. thinking about doing something. I'm all, but I, I like the atmosphere here. You know, we swim every day. We we have a routine where we have our coffee every morning. Um, you know, we lie. I say we lie in bed. I was up at six this morning. Right. <laughs> Most people do in Palm Springs because they jog and they play golf. It's an early bird town. It, yeah. You know, sidewalks roll in at nine. We had a beautiful house in Palm Springs with the pool, and that's what I like was at night. When it's 103 at night and you swim nude in the pool and the, yep. it's right off the bedroom, figure the rest out. So, oh, yeah. it, you know, it's it, <laughs> even though Jimmy is older than I, it's okay. Yes. He's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get away with that? <laughs> I, I just let him let him think all of that. I don't worry about it. So how long have you guys been together? Uh, I'm terrible with uh, with with n numbers and years, but I, the, my fans will know better than I. I think it's something like 20, Oh my God, you got six be years or something. 25, 26. How That's old awesome. are you? You look like a kid. I'm 107. No, I'm 107. You have to be young. No, literally you met him when you were like 20. I know. Uh, yeah, we met when well, we met in our mid twenties and I'm, I'll be 49 in March and Scott's oh, you old bitch. You look great. <laughs> Who's your doctor? I need his name. Yeah, right. I need your plastic surgeon's name. I need a lift. My it's face is going down to my nuts now. <laughs> they say you were 22 when you met him. Oh, my God. Chat room. You Scott, look fabulous. Scott you know, is, Scott's four years older than me. That's earlier, awesome. I described you. I, I didn't want to be a vicious, evil queen, but I described you earlier. And I said, you're really not good looking. That You have all prosthetics on your face. Mm -hmm. They put the cheekbones on. The cleft is fake. It's all rubber. And oh, if yeah. anybody ever met you in person, to sort of like peel it off and you'll see there's a really an ugly guy underneath that gorgeous face. So we did a whole big joke about it. Now I'm starting to believe you have all prosthetics all over your face <laughs> because you don't look 26 years old, you son of a bitch. I, I hate your guts. There's a portrait in the attic and attic. it looks horrible. Uh, mine too. <laughs> if you knew my age, you'd pass out. But of course, I don't reveal my age. I mean, Since everybody I'm, knows you. I'm 75 you years old. Shut up! You're nuts. You yes, look. I, I mean, you do not look that at all. Yeah, we queens never age. We just disappear. <laughs> we, fade, we fade away. We fade we into. Fade the away. We fade away, we darling. On Russell. Oh, she disappeared. She just flew away. <laughs> <laughs> I have fabulous parties at my Palm Springs house with lots of celebrity guests, and I'd like you to be on that uh, list because you're a riot. When we move, there, you'd we'll be good for him. parties. You know, he, you you give to the party. Most of my friends come, they drink and pass out. <laughs> they don't give anything to the party. Or why, they, do think, why do you think I'd be any different? Right. <laughs> Oh, they pick up. I've seen you performing everywhere you go. You, dude, there's like a, a million YouTube videos about you and you and interviews and you doing all these like fabulous, like wonderful like things. So you, I would imagine that you would be just like you are now, like the life of the party. Right. Now, John, let's get serious for two seconds because I have a, a passion in my life. What's that? Uh, that is to get to the world that gay people are not what they stereotypically portray us as you my friend are a wonderful example of a gay man because you're you're beautiful you're intelligent you're successful and your behavior and your look is fabulous this is what i'm presenting to everybody last week we had on the fabulous actor john lindstrom who put out a movie that every we're pushing for them about gay men getting married and being normal and it's okay to be gay and married. Now, Jimmy and I are married, you and Scott are married, and we're showing the world that we're nice people. We get married and live just like them. This is my passion, and I know that you feel the same way because when you opened up with I am who I am,
you did that little speech about screw you. I'm not changing. I am who I am. If you don't like it, step aside. I have a life to live. That's, and that's true. My motto. That's how I feel. So for that, my friend, alone, I'm going to cook you the most delicious lasagna, uh, eggplant dinner you ever ate in your life. I love my one of my. In fact, I had eggplant parmesan last night. I, I made eggplant tower for you. It's delicious. Oh, love it. Love it, love it. First, you, I love you already. I love you because you believe what I believe, and you really are so talented. I'm not blowing smoke up your ass either. You are so talented. I am so impressed by you that I have to tell you this again. I think you're sensational. And Thank I'm you not very much. A romantic. Well, I'm, 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 a, I'm a firm believer that no one should, uh, no one has the right to deny you of who you are and if they do you have a right to speak up and uh return the kind of uh uh anything in the way that for instance if someone's a nasty asshole to you then you can be a nasty asshole back to them i firmly believe that however the one of the things that my my father and mother uh you know when i was growing up they always told me they said look the way that you can not be denied anything in life is to be good at what you do. And my dad said, whether you're a janitor, whether you are a bus driver, whether you make dresses, whether you do somebody's hair, whether you're an actor, whether you're a presenter, whatever, if you do it well, nobody can deny you anything. And that's the way I've kind of lived my life. But also, I do believe that, you know, we're, for so many years, there's been so many people, even before me, who started the whole movement, you know, Yes, there are different types of gay men out there, but there are there are also gay men like myself and Scott. Yes, they, never portray, they never show gay guys like you. Well, no, because it's easier to show it's easier to show the stereotype because it's comfortable for people to see the flouncy gay man because he's funny. He's not threatening. Whereas a guy like myself who could go out and play a game of football with somebody else and probably whip their ass at it, Absolutely. that's more threatening. That's what we like to see. Jimmy's, That's what the world my, needs to my, see. My Jimmy is a tennis star. He played professional tennis. He whips everybody's ass. We yeah, were in yeah. Hilton Head with a friend of ours who was a doctor, and he kept saying, oh, I'll whip Jimmy's ass. I'll whip his ass. Probably figuring, he's, you know, he's a faggot. What is he going to do with a tennis racket? Well, he, he has a torn meniscus because of it. He was knocking that ball all over the place, and the doctor lost. Yes. So, yes, gay people are not all uh, frail AIDS victims dying of AIDS uh, in drag or cruising Macy's bathroom seventh floor. Well, there are other kinds of, of uh, gay people. And that's what and I want. you guys are a great example of it. Yeah, well, that's, that's my legacy I want to give to the world. You know, I was at uh, Stonewall. I'm a, I'm a rebel. I've always been a rebel. I had to do it in the closet. When I had my show set the record straight, it was advised to me by my producer not to come out as gay. I said, what do you think? They're blind and stupid? I mean, take one look at me. I'm a, I look like a fruit. I mean, how can I possibly come off as... What do you want? Okay, I'm going to talk like this. And now we have Lauren Bacall here. And Lauren, what do you think about Humphrey Bogart screwing you two times a week? You know, you can't do that. I am who I am, like you. Yeah, yeah. no, it's... Uh, it's I'm a boy in an old man's body. <laughs> and don't ever change. Absolutely. No, no, we're crazy. Don't ever change. There's, it's the... Yeah, it's... A lot of... It, We've cut, things have changed an awful lot, and the thing that has happened in the in the last couple of years, Scott and I have always said, once the dominoes start falling, oh, then yes. there's no there's no stopping the change, and the dominoes have started falling, and more people are realizing that you can't 
deny people of who they are, gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender. You cannot put them in a corner anymore. You can't put us in a corner because you know what? We will fight. And the thing is, so many of us out there are in jobs that are powerful and, uh, and, and control things. And you know what? We won't stand for it anymore. So that's the, the way of the future is, you know, in fact, it's very interesting because when you hear politicians talking now, they never really, like for instance, I, I, I listen to all the politicians so that I have an idea. That's my belief that you should know about everybody in order to make the, the decision and also to vote in a correct way. So last night we listened to Donald Trump to hear how, what he was talking about. And I just found it very interesting that, you know, not that I agree with a lot of what he says, but what is interesting is that he talks about Elton John and it's no big deal. Now, when did a Republican, you know, before and in generations before, talk about a gay man like it was his best friend? Right. Never. But don't forget, these days are different from the old days. And the, like, you know, I went to Rock Hudson's house for a party. Okay, and this is in Palm Springs, by the way. You know where his house is. His I know where his house is. Yeah, his lover is still there. In fact, I went to a, a party there about three years ago, and I asked someone, "Why is it Rock Hudson never came out?" And you know what the answer was? What? Because in 1955, nobody would believe it. Because nobody knew what gay was. They thought gay was a guy with thin eyebrows, eye makeup, and walk like a fairy. They had no idea that men like Rock Hudson are as gay as anybody else. Because it wasn't publicized, it wasn't talked about. Today, you can't fool anyone. If you're gay, everybody reads your beads. Gay yeah, but, is so open. Yeah, but it's it's not. It's not, I don't think it's the fact that everybody. Because there's a lot of gay people that I know who, if I walked past them in the street, I wouldn't know that they were gay. I think also the thing with Rock Hudson in that generation was the fact that they were told not to say anything, but also gay people were looked on as having a disease. They weren't looked on as being. A part of society, They're, they were looked on as being medically, you know, imbalanced, and right. that was where that that was where it all derived from. It wasn't that a lot, and also a lot of people didn't want to be, you know, come out of the closet at that time because it would not have been accepted. So, for I don't know if it's so much that people wouldn't have believed that Rock Hudson was gay. I think it's more so the fact that he wasn't allowed to be the gay man that he wanted to be. But the Publicly. point I was trying to make is that America was so not educated about what a gay person is. He looked straight. He, I mean, I knew the guy. He took. Matter of fact, I went. I was with on a set in uh, Universal, and I went to visit his set just to watch them shoot when he did Macmillan and Wife. And there was a piece that he didn't care for in the script. And he said, I don't like this. I think it's a bit effeminate. He said, Could we do it this way? He wouldn't even do like a like. Oh, I love it, because that's effeminate to him. You know, he would have to say, like, well, I think it's yeah, good. But, yeah, yeah, but also remember, and I'm, I'm, I'm probably treading on very thin ice here at the moment, but I do speak my mind and I do have an opinion. He was also caught up in his own lie and his own fear of coming out because that's why he didn't want to say things that he deemed to be effeminate or to be gay because he was telling a lie to everybody, and he went along with it. Right. But you know what flipped me out is there was a club called La Vie en Rose in, in Hollywood that he used to go to. You of can course. See of course. But that, that's, that's the whole thing. You know, they were gyp Everybody protected each other and everybody. But I think we're, we are so well past that. I mean, there's still other actors that I, yes, actors I, that I know who are still in the closet. Absolutely. Know. We know I a know. lot of them. And are, and are afraid to come out. And you know what? It's not our job to 
it's not our job to out them because it may be, if they're doing it because they think it's going to be detrimental to their career and to their work, then that's stupid and that sucks because you well, being open and out could help somebody. Whereas if you are, uh, uh, if you're doing it because of an emotional issue for yourself or for a family member, that's completely different and that's none of our business. So everybody needs their own time and their own space to do it. But if you're doing it because you think it's going to be detrimental to your career, wake up and excuse me, wake up and smell the fucking coffee. Absolutely. Okay. Let's talk about your career. You're out. And I'm going to let Jimmy tell all our listeners exactly what it is you've done, what you will do, and what you're all about professionally. I think, first of all, I have a, just a, a general question. Because I'm a superhero freak. Like, I really like, I collect them. When I was a kid, I had a comic book club. I love superhero stuff. Did you always, because you're in a lot of superhero type, you know, movies and, and TV shows and stuff. Like, is that something that you actually like, have always liked? Or is it something that you kind of like fell into and you're really good at it? I have been a superhero comic book fan. My friend, as I was growing up, Ross Von Hoff and Scott Von Hoff, when I was about eight, nine years old, when I first moved to the States, we used to go down every uh, Thursday afternoon when they would deliver all the new comic books in at the drugstore next to the A&P supermarket in Aurora, Illinois. And that's when in the drugstore there was a rack with about four different things going around and you spun it. Right. And, you would, and you would see the comic books, and we would choose the comic books. We'd go back, we'd put them in the plastic bags, and we'd take them out carefully then, and we'd read them, and then pass them on to each other. I've been, I've been a fan of this kind of genre since I was a kid. And it goes back to, you know, even before Doctor Who was popular with the sci-fi world here in the States, I watched it as a kid, as all other British kids did, uh, hiding behind the sofa. And never ever thought that at one day I would number one be on the TARDIS as a and become one of the most iconic companions in the Doctor Who world or become this villain on a DC TV show and and it's just it's mind-blowing because I honestly my fans know this because I've said it before I'm somebody who is actually living the dream that they dreamt about as a kid Absolutely. We all are so, in show business. In the, yeah. chat, in the chat room, they want to know, because who, who, is, who is your favorite superhero growing up? Do you have a well, favorite? I, I, I kind of had, I had, well, I, <laughs> I had a difficult time because I used to pl we used to play with the Amigo, the, the Amigo figures, uh, the, the, the six-inch Amigo figures. And I, I oh, this is, you're going to laugh at this. I didn't want to be Thor because he looked too much like Cheryl Ladd's doll from... <laughs> <laughs> Charlie's Angels. <laughs> I wanted. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I wanted to be. I always used to be so. <laughs> I was somebody like. I was Captain America. I was Spider Man. I was. Uh, I even if and if I was going to be the villain, I wanted to be the Riddler or the Joker because the Riddler had that fantastic green outfit. You know. Mm -hmm. um, so it was. It, it goes. I mean, it sounds wacky, but I. If I had to choose a favorite, I'm I'm torn because at the at my bedside, Scott and I at our well, it's packed away at the moment because the other house is being done. But Scott has a, a DC comic uh, encyclopedia at the side of his bed, and I have the Marvel one at the side of mine. Now I put them there because it's always good to flip flop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like both, so I'm okay with that. I'm a I'm a yeah. both. So we go, we go back and forth, and I, and I have it at his side because I'm the one who does all the reading. So 
I'm torn when it comes to making a decision and choosing my favorite. But oh, as a pick, kid, pick, how about pick a? Uh, I love to... Iron Man. I absolutely love pick, Iron Man. I have about a hundred Iron Man figures. Uh, do do a Marvel character that you like a lot and a DC character like you a lot, and that way you get to pick one of each. DC character that I like a lot is obscure. A little obscure is Aquaman. Me too. I have the coolest Aquaman figures. <laughs> I have got Aquaman going back. I've got um, – I even had Patrick Duffy sign stuff, something for me when I met him. Oh, wow. Uh, and if I had to say uh, for Marvel, I, I'm go I'm, again, I'm torn between Iron Man and uh, Captain America. But Captain okay. America, I have to go. I love, the, I love the imagery of Captain America. What I love about Captain America is that he's not a superhero who has – yes, he's got super ability – but he's not someone who can fly or he can, uh, you know, sh you know, fire things, you know, out of his like wits. He's, like he's, yeah, like he's somebody who has developed his power and his shield and he, and he fights that way and protects that way rather than having some kind of superpower. I've always liked the sidekick. So, like, I always liked Bucky and I like uh, Robin and I like the Teen Titans was my favorite DC thing was the Teen, Teen Titans. Teen Titans is great. Uh, and so, like, I like all of that. So now you're on Arrow. How about Flash Gordon? Nobody cares about Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon is, you know, he's okay. He's all right. My favorite. That's his favorite. Listen, Flash Gordon. John, John. Flash, I, oh, love you Listen, John, before I rip your face off, where did you get, where did you get the cleft in your chin and those friggin' dimples? I hate you. You have everything. Why didn't I, why wasn't I born looking like you? I call this. And the makeup trailer for Arrow, I call it my butt chin. No, why wasn't I born looking like you? you I have no yeah. idea. I have no idea. That's okay. I, I really don't think I could be your friend because I'm jealous. You're too handsome. No, you'd be fine. I can, I'll ugly myself up a little bit. Don't worry. Yeah, just take off all the plaster you have on your, your plastic pieces you have on your face. So let's let's talk take about out your teeth. They're too beautiful. Let's talk about <laughs> Arrow. Let's go to Arrow a little bit then. Okay, so you're on Arrow. It's like the hottest show on TV. You get little cameos on Flash. Uh, you, you're like the it's so funny because I have a sis I have a sister and a nephew and they're really relig religious so they don't watch a lot of television, but Doctor Who is their favorite and, and for some reason they let her watch they let them watch Arrow. And so I told oh. my sister, wow, you know, like I have John Barrowman coming on. Do you know who he is? And they knew like everything about him. My nephew knows everything about you. And they were like, gay? And, no, they don't know that he's gay. Oh, at when all. they I, find I that know. out, they'll hate him because they're born again Christians. <laughs> okay, you don't really heavy, heavy duty stuff. I mean, very heavy duty stuff. You don't have to go into all of that. I don't well, want to go into all si of that. I have a sister who okay, lives wait, wait, in California. Wait, wait, I don't want to get quick. I have a sister who lives in California, hasn't spoken to me in 11 years because I told her I was gay. So there you go. Anyway, her, they love her, you. Her loss. Oh, That's absolutely right. her, loss. her loss because my absolutely. nephew, my nephew, like loves you. So I asked him what they thought of you, and they were like, they like you in Doctor Who so much better because you're such a, a good bad guy. Like, like, and you don't really play a bad guy a lot. So, and like, you're evil, dude. Like in in and Arrow, you're like, you're so evil. I can't even believe how evil you are. I love it. I mean, I think it's it's the only time like I watch a show and I'm like rooting for the bad guy. <laughs> Well, I mean, that, I, I appreciate it because that's what I want people to do. I want people to think that, well, and the, the reaction has been exactly what I, I wanted. I wanted to make sure that he was a likable bad guy, that you knew he had trouble and problems, but he was actually trying to do good, but it's just gone completely wrong. However, he's someone, he's very much like Captain Jack from Doctor Who in the way that he's ruthless about his conviction 
Whereas Captain Jack goes about it in the right way, Malcolm Merlin just doesn't grab. He just he just does it and 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 does it in a way that is it, it, it's it's thought out, but it's too manipulative, and that's what the difference is. Uh, Malcolm's more manipulative. Captain Jack is very straightforward. Actually, all your fans are saying that he's just a misunderstood hero, Malcolm. <laughs> that's exactly go. right, and that and that's that's the way I try to play him because I the, the best response that I get from Malcolm Merlin is when people come up to me when I'm at conventions or when they see me, even silly things like in the supermarket, people will come up to me and go, I I hate you. And I'm like, (laughs) really? And they go, yeah, but I love you. It's so difficult. I can't decide. That's like me. I hate you via dimples, but I love you as a friend. You're very nice. (laughs) But if you got rid of the dimples and the cleft, you'd be nicer. So let's say a congratulations to then. I read that you were appointed member of the Order of the British Empire for services to entertainment and charity. That is correct. Last year. So congratulations to that. And I want to move over a little bit. I mean, everybody knows since all the fans listening, everybody knows like you've been in all these, the lovely and all these like great things. And now you're the star of Arrow. And, and I'm sure there's many great things on the forefront. Uh, and I'm sure they all know that you're singers. But for people who don't know, like, dude, you're a phenomenal singer. Thank uh, you. Uh, he has, uh, just for people who know, he has at least, at Nine. least four CDs on on, on iTunes, at least four. Yeah, but in, in the in the yeah four over here in the states, and then in the UK, I think I've done a total of about nine. And your latest one, uh, you raise me up. It's got like actually we played. This is the moment from it. Which uh, was four people a little bit before. I loved it. I loved we actually your played. Idea of it. We played. What about us? This is the moment. I am what I am. Yep. And Captain Jack, the Doctor, and I. I took the videos yeah, off of YouTube. Talk, wait, we didn't talk. Nice. We didn't talk about when you did it in drag. I mean, I don't. I didn't get a good shot of your picture of you and drag, but I don't think you're going to make a very beautiful woman. Most handsome men don't. Did oh, you? Well, did I'll you, tell you what. I'll tell you. Go on. Lacage, everybody, so you know what he's yeah, talking about. Yeah, were you about. a beautiful woman when you did Lacage? Um, I will. I. I. It's weird for me to say whether I was or wasn't, but the fans who are there, look at their response. For those of you who saw me in Lacage, was I a beautiful woman? Or a beautiful Zaza. See, that's not really like fair because they like like you so much that they're like they're all like you know. No, I, I, my, my, some of them will be some of them will be honest. They're saying I, I, so hot, hell yeah, yes, yes, yes. Because we saw a picture of you, but it's actually a, it's a somebody said shot. nope. One person said nope. <laughs> See, there's always an opinion. Let me. I, there's. I'm trying to think if. Uh, yes, Crystal says she's a lesbian and she knows a hot woman. She thought you were hot. <laughs> I love it when I can I can get the lesbians on my side. Um, I I think I was I I do I I modeled the the different cat when we were going through the process of of uh, uh, putting me in the show and we started working with the outfits. We based the outfits. They said to me, "Who are some of your iconic women that in your kind of past that you've kind of watched and and grown with?" And I said, "Well." I said, if I were to tell you right off the top of my head, I'm going to give you a list. And so there was, we did um, Anne Margaret, we did uh, uh, we did a Joan Collins, we did um, also uh, Carol Channing, and when, when I, I just went through these different iconic women and ones that made me laugh or that I thought were were very beautiful, and then we hit uh, Crystal Carrington. So each outfit that I had on, we modeled them after those particular women. And in each part of the show, when Zaza was in one of the costumes, I kind of, it sounds bizarre, but I kind of 
not only was being my, just myself, but I channeled the other, those, those kind of caricatures of those women. And that was, that was how, how it went. Actually, though, everybody in the chat room is saying that even the ones who, people who said they didn't think you were a beautiful woman said you have the most beautiful legs, which Ron has beautiful legs when he does drag also. And um, are no, you wearing, let me, wait, let, me, wait, let, me, let me interrupt that. Stop, halt. I, we just got back from California. My very, very dear friend, Danae Montague King, of the name of the corporation that makes all the beautiful face crap to keep you young. The MK Cosmetics. He got married in drag. Oh, and oh. I was the, maid of, the matron of honor. Now, I haven't done drag in many years. I used to impersonate Jane Russell many years ago professionally, and I was fabulous. Now it's 20 years later. I'm older. I look like an old Italian lady going to a wedding in Brooklyn. <laughs> if I tell you Gumata Jenny would have been my name, I, I said to Danae, tear down every picture of me. Do not put it on television. Do not put it on Facebook. I'll break your ass. If anybody puts that ugly old broad on screen. So most of my friends said to me, it's true. You looked like an old lady in drag. As a man, you look young. So there you go. Wait, 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 hold on. Hold on, hold on, because are you wearing shorts or pants right now? I am wearing... They they all want, that's it. They all want to see your legs. So there you go, everybody. Well, there, there you I mean, go. they're not, these legs are, these legs are hairy at the moment because they're, but I got, I got good calves. There you go, everybody. So now you can see they all, they're all loving it. They all, they all ask, like 10 people ask me to have you show them their legs. So yeah, now they're going to ask you to show your ass. No, they don't. No, they won't. Yeah, legs. they will, but I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I, good for you. Keep them wanting more. That's what I say. Keep them wanting more. So let's yep. talk though a little bit about your music real quick because like you're you're a phenomenal singer. You have all these albums. You performed. Uh, we we played a clip with you at the Royal mm -hmm. Albert Hall. Um, uh, like because it's got to be kind of difficult to like go back and forth between being like actor and then famous singer all at once. I, you guys are gonna hate me for these kind of answers. I don't think so. I don't. I take it so easily as it comes. I don't. I don't pressure myself in that way to think, oh, my God, I've got to do this now. Oh, my God, I've got to do that. I, I could see I, that personality. Yeah, what? I have such great joy. Sorry. What, and I, want, I want to push it on to something else before we go off. What was the queen like? And I don't mean the drag queens. I mean the real queen of England. What well, I've, met the, I've, like, met, Adam? I've met the queen a couple of times, but when I got my MBE, I actually got it, uh, was uh, bestowed with it from uh, Princess Anne. And the reason, because I do a lot of my charity work with her, but I've met the queen on numerous occasions, and she's lovely and very, very, you know, she's queen. the queen. Come on, you know, you kind of, you can't like be like, "What's up, girl?" <laughs> so, so you didn't, you didn't, you didn't walk in and kiss her and grab her boobs. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. I wouldn't do Smack that at all. Yes, and say, "Hey, let's go, babe." <laughs> no, 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 no. I would. You would have been manhandled to the floor and thrown out of the palace. Right. So you have to watch your p's and q's with her. Well, you have respect. It's the Queen of England, and she's our monarch, and uh, you, you, you bestow a certain amount of respect on her, and that's just how it is. You couldn't say to her, like, gee, I can't talk to you now. I got to pee. <laughs> well, you could, but you'd probably say, excuse me, Mom, I have to go use the, the men's room. There you go. Hold on. We've, we've only got like three minutes, and I have two things. John, Number one, John, terrific, wait, John. Wait, what, somebody in the chat room wants to know when's your next album pledge going to be. Does that mean there's another album in the works? Well, if there, I, I've talked about, yes, I want to do another album, and I was thinking about it the other day, but if I do the pledge, it's going to be a very different pledge than I did before because 
I don't have time to do any of the other things that I did before. So, you know, it's asking a lot of the fans, and I don't know if uh, it's, it's really fair of me to do that. So I'm thinking very, very, you know, I'm thinking about it. Okay, and then I'm a horror movie fan besides superheroes. That, that's horror. Ho horror. How do you say horror? <laughs> like How do you horror. say horror movie? Horror. Horror. Okay. He says horror. Horror. So like, like he's a whore. No, he, might, he might like those movies too. On a Friday night at ten thirty, before I go to sleep, I like them myself. I love, I love them. And so you have you have Shark Attack three, Megalodon, <laughs> and I actually have it. Thank God, because I went on eBay. I, it's packed away, so I don't know where it is. And I thought, oh, I'm gonna like order it anyway, just to have it. And I went on eBay, and dude, it's ninety bucks on eBay to buy that film. It's out of print. I know because they they only made so many of them, and it's become such. It's become one of the top like 10 classic B-movies in history. And also that line that I said has become one of the top five. Okay, say it for us. Uh, I'm so wired. What do you say I take you home and eat your pussy? <laughs> <laughs> and that was, and that was, I did it as a joke because they wanted me to get a reaction out of the girl I was with. And, and the, the mother, the, 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 they kept it in. So butch, every woman got wet. <laughs> Listening to this show, they're all sitting there soaking wet. That was so hey, butch. Chad, hey, oh Chad. my god, you yes. Hey, Chad, how much me. time do I have, Chad? I think there's a couple a minutes. John, John. Hey, wait, wait, wait. wait Chad, have, Chad, how much time do I have? We've got to meet when we get couple to minutes. Rings, okay. Or I'll have I'll call Brooklyn and have you killed. Well, I've 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 got I've got Twitter. I can DM you guys on Twitter. Don't I worry, and you can email. let me know when you're here. We, we will have a know. rocking time. Goes off the air. We're even crazier than we are on the air, and that's pretty. Mm. Cool. Something, something tells me you're a little crazy, there, boy. John, John, I intend to push you like crazy because I believe in what you believe in, and this will be edited by tomorrow, and it'll be on YouTube for the world to see this interview. Plus, Jimmy will tell you how many, a couple over, of million yeah. viewers well, yeah, we, we have. We have a lot of people. all over the place. We wanna, what's, the, what's the name of your uh, agent in, in, uh, in England? Gavin Barker. Okay, we want to thank Gavin Barker yes, for Gavin, helping set this you. whole interview up, everybody. Um, you guys love John Barrowman. Follow him on Twitter. It's at team underscore Barrowman. Um, his website is www.johnbarrowman.com. Go out and buy all his music, yeah. buy all his He's movies, watch everything he does. He's a super great guy. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show and say goodbye to all the people Wait, in the chat John, room. John, come back again when you have something you want to talk about. I will. I'll come back when my sister and I are releasing our – we're doing four what? books. Okay. It's an open invitation, baby. Let me Let ask you a question. Thank you very much. Real what? quick, do you have – are your books in audiobook format? There's two of them in audiobook format, but that's the first series, which we've just finished up, and we're starting a brand-new series – which will be coming out later on in the year. I'm going to send you some information because I, I actually like run one of the largest audiobook companies in the world. Oh, good. But also, my sister and I are writing, uh, we're doing a comic book. All I'll say is a comic book for DC. Yeah, that's uh, you right. heard it here, you guys, on the Jimmy Star Show. All right, John. Thank you Take so much. Care, I pleasure. love to Scott. Bye, thank guys. You so thank much. you very much. Nice meeting you, John. Lots of love. Thanks, everybody in the chat rooms. Bye. Bye, bye. Very fun show. Bye-bye, John. You're right. a liar. Thank you. Bye-bye. Great guy. Great guy. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show. Hope you like John Berman. That was badass, wasn't it, Chad? Oh, yeah. Another good show, Jimmy. It's a fun show. Hey, everybody. Next week, we have Skeet Ulrich and Betsy Russell coming on. Everybody tuned in to the chat room. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Have a great week, and the show will be up on the Jimmy Star's World tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bye.